Hey everyone and welcome to Signals from the Frontline, your every Wednesday live broadcast brought to you here by Frontline Gaming. We are your hosts, Kicker, the Chief of Serial and Sigilite of the FLG, and I am Seth the Mad Doc, your competitive correspondent. Kicker Bud, how have you been doing? Uh, I am doing great. For those of you that are watching our show, you realize that I'm not currently in the studio with Seth. It's true. Uh, it's true. <laughs> I don't know what gave it away, but yeah, I am I am currently not in the studio. I'm on the road to the Rocky Mountain Open, the sold-out event in Denver, Colorado. Uh, I'm currently staying at a friend's house in Oklahoma, and it is awesome. I got to play some 40K. They cooked me fajitas. They're letting me use their bathroom. It's just wonderful. So you have yeah. the shower in the closet that is basically the shower in your van? Yeah, for, for those of you that don't know, I do I, I do drive a, a, a kind of a camper van kind of situation. The shower and the, the toilet in that van are, are very functional, uh, but very, very tiny. So we were <laughs> it's nice to have I would fit in them or not. But, uh, but Seth, I did get to play some 40K today, and I had so much fun. I went against some Craft Worlds, some Eldari, and they stomped all over my guard, but that's okay. I had fun. It was enjoyable, and I uh, lessons learned. Um, there you go. But yeah, Seth, what have you been up to, my friend? Uh, so I've been I've been doing my orcs, man. Uh, I've been I've been playing some practice games. I'm in two Ooh. different TTS leagues. Um, as our our new uh, behind the scenes producer, uh, Nikki D, uh, he just brought in uh, my Killicans. I completed three Killicans, and you'll note that one of those looks a little different. I actually did uh, two of them. This is two plastic ones, and the one all the way on the left side of the image is actually one of the old school metal ones because yeah. um, I had an old school metal one, and I nice wanted him to feel item right feel there. Part of, the, part of the the cruise, so I painted them up. So I'm working on a bunch of those right now, but I just completed three of them. And then kicker, I don't think I've told you this yet. Oh shoot! Uh, I you know I I had said earlier that uh, I was going to get into 3D printing when yeah. I got my tax return, and I got my tax return. So <laughs> I took the plunge and bought a, uh, a Saturn two uh, 8K 3D resin printer. Ooh, um, resin. So we're going with a resin, resin printer. Yep, resin. So that's that's high detail for doing yep. miniatures and things like that. Obviously, now I've got plenty of 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 GW orcs. I could go to you know any GW event and run a full GW army, no problem. But there's so many cool sculpts out there for orcs. I just kind of wanted to get some of those um, and just try to you know spice up the army, add some variety. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, of course. I'm I spent a lot of today getting that printer set up. I still have some more bits and bobs coming, like my wash and cure station um so hopefully by next week i actually have something to, to show in terms of printing yes, progress um uh, but yeah we, we we should make sure people know that if you are listening to our podcast you should be watching us live every wednesday night 9 p.m eastern standard time because then you can see orcs hobby progress uh ses Seth the Orcs Hobby Progress. He's got a metal killer can. You'll be able to see his beautiful 3D printed uh, orc soon. And ideally, you'll see Hobby Progress from me when I'm on the road. But yep. more importantly, you get to be part of chat, and chat is what makes the show so damn special. Seth, uh, did, you, did you see anyone have a... Oh, look at look at that. We're going to get close-up of your or, uh, your killer cans here. Well, yeah, the, yep. the metal one is way smaller. Yep. He's not too much smaller. Um He's a little smaller now. These I didn't paint these. Did you paint those, Kicker? No, no, no. Did our did our wonderful uh, colleague Nikki D do these? Yeah, who oh, did those? Boys, boys, there's an infusion of chaos on this show. Don't <laughs> don't be worried about that. Uh, special shout out. I know this is going to get some approval if he's in the chat. Uh, Nurgle Matt, obviously, he's approving uh -huh. of these. Uh, of this this picture here, I've got some nurglings, folks. So, now, but they're, they're red nurglings, Kicker. What do you? How do you feel about you red nurglings? I love the nurglings, man. All right. Yeah, are they cool? 
Uh, no, they're they're uh, they're normal Nurglings. I uh, actually used the Citadel Paint app from Games Workshop, and there's oh. a special tone in hmm. there. It's called Inflamed Flesh. I follow the instructions <laughs> for that. Actually, those are some very inflamed Nurglings. Well, and it fits with Nurgle, right? It's supposed to be yeah, a little, you know, it. disease, not really doing well, and that sort of thing. So I actually like that yeah. scheme. It is. A, people do ask me why my Nurgle. Units are not green or yellow. I prefer the red ish, pink ish, purple. Does this have to do with your Blood Angel fanaticism? Wait, wait, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's let me interrupt here real quick. Yeah. Uh, Nikki, the chat is saying that they're having trouble hearing you, so you might need to turn your volume up just a touch on your on your slider there. Uh, All right, we're gonna work on that part here. Okay. <laughs> All right. There we go. Chat, keep us keep us in line, friends. Thank you so I'm, much. I'm trying. Uh, well, so we do have red nurglings, which uh, I, I'm just going to say it's because Nikki D is a is a well known Blood Angels fan, and so he's just trying to let his his good guys influence his bad guys here. But they do look beautiful, Nikki D. Thank you so much, uh, Mr. Seth. Are you ready to rock and roll into the industry news? Yeah, yeah. Uh, kicker. Is there new things in the industry? Well, so, so I was I was trying to like hand this one off to you because I know that you oh, yeah. are giddy like a little kid right here about the the, the yeah, particular yeah, yeah. new release. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, just no. take it away. I know you want to talk about it. Just do it. I mean, it's it's pretty straightforward, guys. There's a new stick rot. He's amazing. Yeah. Um, Can we talk Nick, about the details on this model though? Because there's some really now, nice details. Now, I I have to come to the defense of my boy Snickrot here because the internet uh, was was kind of getting upset, and uh, if if our producer can get that image up of him, uh, they were saying, oh, he's not different enough. The original Snickrot model was already amazing. Yeah, so you don't, why do you don't need to make a different thing, people. Jeez. Yeah, why do you need to change it? Like, settle down, people. <laughs> Um, you know, this is this is uh, our, our producer has a little bit more humor in him than than uh, the old tech priest did. Uh, Nikki D, uh, man after my heart, with some Brooklyn Nine Nine memes there. But yeah, yes, I do love the new Snickrot. He looks amazing. Yes, he doesn't have the shush finger anymore, um, which is fine. But he still has like the iconic. Uh, uh, Gorks and Morks teeth. Yeah, uh, he's got his wristbands made out of captured dog tags. Love it. Love um, it. he's got his little, you know, tactical uh, yes. head headpiece there. He's all set, man. I love important him. Important to I'm know about that. You have three head options, so you can have the mask up, the mask down, or no mask whatsoever, which is kind of yeah. nice. Cause, you yeah, know, you have cool. options. Yeah. Uh, Gorgeous miniature, but this miniature only comes in the brand new boarding box, which has, I believe it has some flash kits. It has. I think it was some... flash kits. Um, now you got me thinking. What was I think it's the Beast Nega Boys. Beast Nega Boys, flash yeah. kits, Snick Rot. Yeah. And oh, there commandos. might have been one of the units. What? Commandos. Commandos. Yeah, commandos. Yeah, of course. Commandos. Commandos. You can't have Snick Rot yeah. without his commandos. So that is box number one. The other brand new box was with. Farsight, the, uh, the much, you know, beloved uh, Tau dude. Now, now a... I've heard far less complaining about the Farsight model. Um, yeah. One, he had an old Finecast model. I'm going to say old, you know, a couple editions old, but a Finecast model. Now, Kicker, do you see on his lovely sword there how Farsight has these little banners that come off his sword, little, he, he little does, like, does. pieces yep. of parchment? Beautiful. Those were on the Finecast model, but you probably never saw them on the table. You know why? <laughs> Because if you sne if someone sneezed in the room, kicker, yeah, 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 those pieces broke off. So I'm so excited to see uh, this in plastic, uh, just to to give a little bit more durability to the model. Plus, it's an amazing pose. In fact, it's so amazing. I heard, I heard, kicker, that uh, Nikki uh, might be coming over to the greater good. Oh, what are we? Are, are we? Is Nikki D going to become uh, a Tau player now? Please, 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 do tell. 
so I've I've always sworn in my 40k career, which at, which is only about seven or eight years long. I, I grew up as a Warhammer fantasy fantasy battles player, yeah. converted to 40k. I never one of those. Was, yeah, I was never enamored with the Tau aesthetic or how they played the game. But as I told Seth pre-show, I saw mm-hmm. this model, this new sculpt, and it has awakened something yeah. in me. And and if we get more Tau looking like this, I may have to take back prior vows regarding the Tau <laughs> and never <laughs> And and I, I know we're not talking about. I mean, I know it's a different. Let's call it race or different species. But the Tau have the crew that work with them, and the new crew in that kill team box mm-hmm. were like epic. Those crew are really my cool. favorite miniatures of of last year. That 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 crew kill team set. I mean, every single one of those has so much personality. I, I was blown away by them. So you know, hey, you can you know you you can play with those crew in in kill team. I mean, in in forty k. I I think yeah. right. Yeah. The, yeah, okay, cool. Oh man, kicker. We've got us another super chat tonight. Again no. from John McCardle. Uh, wow. And with a $99.99 super chat, it's oh, all geez. about getting these guys in plastic. Awesome models. You guys are still hard to hear. Oh, okay. um, so we probably need to turn the volume up on us just a little bit more. Thank you so um, much, John. That, yeah, we super appreciate that, man. Um, it looks like we've got I'm I'm actually I'm playing double duty tonight, guys, from a little behind the scenes. I'm 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 helping Nikki with the uh the background, uh like producing end and being out front. Um it looks like he's got his sliders all the way up, so I think that's as best as we can do tonight. We may have to do some Discord audio uh turning us up, um, because we're using Discord folks a little behind the scenes. And so as we could, alluded to last if you just there's yeah. a brand new FLGN. A mm-hmm. lot is in the works. This is including the technical side. Right now, yeah. we're just kind of using a standby procedure. Bear yeah. with us as we trans, uh, trans, I guess, upgrade everything. Uh, there's yeah. quite a few things in the works. Like I said, it's going to be about two to three weeks before everything's fully up and running, and we have all the new programs and all the new partners. Yeah. It looks but, like uh, you yeah. left a window open on your Discord there, uh, Nikki D, that kind of overlaid my image. If you want to go back to your Discord and get rid of whatever pop-up menu you pulled up. <laughs> but yeah, we are that. getting there, people. There we this. We're, this is, we're this good. We're good. Look at that. Amazing. You couldn't even tell. Couldn't even tell. Couldn't even tell. Couldn't even tell. Well, let's uh-huh. talk about the Wrath of the Soulforge King. This is the brand new box. Oh, wait, was there, is, is there a new box with some big angry yeah. boys? Right, right, right. A very, very large angry boy indeed. This is Vat. I, I, correct me if I'm incorrect. Vastor. Vastor. And Primaris Azrael. Hell yes, guys. Beautiful box set. They are amazing. Yeah, and you got the cool spider thing uh, for the chaos in there. I always forget the name of the damn yeah, The Venom Crawler, which is actually interesting because that is a, um, I believe it was from the original Dark Vengeance box yes. set, but they've never released it as a separate kit. And now there it is in all its glory. So, so back, um, if you don't have access to that Dark Vengeance or you know secondhand market, maybe like a secondhand shop on the FLG page, um, yeah. but you can get it here now, which is great because that I have seen a lot of people use uh, that in a few lists. Um, and, and GW did put out rules to, uh, yesterday for Azrael and today for Vashtor and Vashtor's Army of Renowned. Um, I give, gotta give, say, give me I'm, highlights. Give me some highlights. Az- Azrael is is just the the boy you know from the Dark Angel Codex with uh, a better sword and some more wounds. He's he's Primaris. 
That's about it. He's Primaris. Yeah. He wasn't bad before. He, he's better now. Um, Vashtor is a little, uh, right now in the iteration, it's a little confusing because he has some very specific army building mechanics around him. And it mostly seems to be focused around demon engines, um, which as a whole aren't the strongest thing out of the Chaos Codex. I know, Chaos fans, you're going to yell at me that there's some uh, combo there that I don't know about. Uh, I wasn't overly impressed with with him. Um, he is fairly durable with minus one damage and a four-up invuln. Um but his army looks pretty good. There's a lot of decent strats in there. Um, there's things like auras for feel no pain. There's ways to get rerolled hits on some of these vehicles. So there is something there. And some enterprising chaos player is going to figure it out. Uh, but our resident chaos expert is actually not you or me. It yeah, is also right. our producer. Uh, Nikki, what did you think? So I am very intrigued by Vashtor. But I, I, Seth, I got to agree. There's a little bit that is left to be desired initially i'm not saying it's bad mm -hmm. yeah. but just it's going to take a little bit longer to perhaps crack the code and see what he can do yeah. um so that's where i think it is I, i'm gonna get the model myself i love the model i think that's well worth it i've yeah, seen a the lot model of is amazing yeah and i've seen a lot of talk in discord and facebook chats uh groups as well about this being something that can be kit bashed for other purposes be it 40k or age of sigmar so the model is going to be popular it's just I, the competitive rules. I don't think we're going to see him in list right away. Um, yeah. that, that's okay. He's going to take a bit to get there. He's going to take a bit to get there, but he'll get there. They always do. They always come around. All right. Well, this is a question for both of you guys then. Um, how is this going to impact the whole narrative, the, the narrative story of 40K with Azrael going Primaris? What does this mean for the 40K universe with a legendary guy like Azrael becoming they, Primaris? They've done it before. They did it with yeah. Mephiston. Oh, you're they right. Did they did it with Mephiston. They did it with a bunch of the, the Black Templar characters. And the Ultramarines, um, dude. They did yep. it with, um, I'm blanking on the name. There's a Raven Guard character. Uh, they did it with uh, Ragnar. Shrike. Yeah. So they've done it before with yeah. a number of them. They've just said that, like, in the lore, they've said it's dangerous for one of these Marines to try to cross the Rubicon Primaris and yeah. they could die, um, which I think narratively gives them an option to write out some some old characters that maybe they don't want to carry forward anymore in the rule set if they yeah. wanted to. They could be like, hey, you know, um, oh, like Cato Sicarius. If they were like, we don't really want Cato Sicarius in the ultramarines anymore we don't want to produce new stuff for him they'd be like kato tried but he didn't make it i'm sorry so uh, kato's dead uh sorry folks um you know so they could do things like that i think um you know it it also you know they've introduced new primaries characters so I, I don't mind it i think having an updated model is great because he was a old sculpt yeah um really old so you know update i don't think any and... player is complaining let's just be straight no. up i think everyone's no. pretty damn happy to see primaris versions yep. of, of, of these models especially i mean like you said some of these models are a little older they need a refresh and they should be in the brand new armor that all the other they, they have been knocking these sculpts out of the park like yep. they're pretty good like no one's complaining so yeah i'm fine with it you know uh don't don't update too many more of my orcs though because i kind of uh, like having them all painted and when you guys update had to be updated because he was uh, he was resin right yeah i guess that means if we're doing that then yeah there's yeah. a fair few you know they would need you got to the, the guy with the vulture I, I would need a new weird boy kit i would need a new vulture zach Shruck. Shruck. that's vulture boy okay okay um mad doc grotznik uh, my yep. namesake uh he's still in fine cast um you know so yeah they could they could upgrade a few of them so anyway um let's move on uh we've yeah, got a few 
products to hit. Uh, you kicker, I believe there's a, a few other boarding action boxes coming out, not just yes. the Farsight and Snickmort ones they previewed. Yes, we we do have some more. Yay! And these are kind of like, these are almost like new start collecting boxes, right? Or combat yeah. patrol boxes. They've yeah. got like everything you need, which and, means there's always a deal on them. Yeah, like, you're getting you're getting a deal back. on them. Yeah. And and also like these ones in particular seem like they're pretty good like um selection of miniatures, right? Like these are all usable, you know, yeah. units in your army. So we've got a GSC one, we've got a Death Guard one, we've got a Chaos Demon one, which is, is corn focused, uh -huh. and uh Admech. Admech are getting one. I think Admech got I actually know a lot of people kicker that buy these, harvest the models they want, and then sell the the extra kits on the secondhand market and and almost basically make their money back yeah um there there's a lot of people that can do that so um yeah. these are always good um whenever there's a good start collecting or a good uh big box for one of your armies it's always a deal and it's always worth good going in on it so um and they're they're branding it for boardy action but obviously the models play in the main 40k yeah. as well too you know Use them any game system, yeah, which is which is really cool. Um, you could use them for AOS, probably. You could use them for AOS. Oh, I saw a giant boarding action game at at uh, Cherokee Action, and I was like, wow, that was really really cool. I had not yeah. seen boarding action played yet, and I was like, oh, well, that was that was really really cool. I, I kind of want to give that a shot. Uh, oh, oh, we also saw this boarding action. Some some. Well, we'll talk about all that later. There's a lot. The boarding action is going to be getting a lot of love. Um, okay. Cipher. Oh, there's a cipher special edition book that's getting released. Yay. Um, so they need to advance that lore, yeah. please, please <laughs> quit teasing me. I have, I have, they did a cipher model at the end of, was it eighth? Um, yeah, yeah so. eighth. Um, yep. Yep. and I have, I have that model and I painted it and I like them. Um, I'm, I'm, I was disappointed with the rise of the power mark story where they were like, and then cipher made it off. <laughs> to the gates of the emperor's throne room <laughs> and then they stopped him and then they get captured him and then he got away and ran off and you're like that was it that was the whole story so yeah so uh twitch chats corrected me it was seventh edition for gathering storm seventh um thanks edition. thanks Sorry. guys but i'm just i want more cypher story is he good is he bad just stop stop with the teasing gw just let me know <laughs> We we will I mean, at least we're getting something right at least we're getting something so so that's that's good that's that's really good uh we should talk about do we have any jank of the week Seth Nikki D do you guys have anything you want to talk about that you experienced I don't think I had but I think uh, Nikki said he had some Nikki D you got some uh, jank of the week I got I got something we have to you know it's it's an oldie but a goodie no let's no, go for it yeah kicker if you want to jump into your oldie but goodie let's do it. All right, so All right. this uh, this was experienced today. Uh, it was beautiful. Do you, do you guys remember Battle Focus for yeah. Eldari? It's it's really yeah. really really good. It allows you to shoot and then move up to d6 inches, which is really really good. And yep. that totally whipped my butt. I'm just saying, like basically the entire army has move shoot move. Now it's only d6, so it's 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 kind of a very you know. But uh, Ryan, I was playing him. He played it really really smart. He put his dire Avengers up to a spot and then just moved that one inch away. And all of a sudden, guess what? They're out of line of sight. Can't do anything about it, and they get to keep on shooting next turn. So anyway, uh, battle focus is a thing. Now I bet Seth remembers this because I know Seth played Tau for a while. Mm -hmm. Tau used to have something like this. Uh, for their crisis suits, right? Yep, yep. It used to be uh, all of them had the jetpack rule where they would be able to move after they shoot in <laughs> the assault phase, but they got rid of that and just made them jump back infantry. That was that was that was that was very. Back brutal. in the good old days. Back in the good old days. Okay. Jump, shoot, jumping everywhere. 
Uh, oh, and I got it here in my notes. Important for me to say, guys, we do have the Sisters Terrain coming up. If you saw it at Cherokee, if you saw it at LVO, you'll be seeing it at our Rocky Mountain Open this weekend. We've now yep. got enough terrain for our own um, our own events. So now right. we're starting to release the Sisters Terrain for sale. Look for it up, I think, next week, if not the week All after right. that. Check it out um, next week. Yes. And, and uh, if you want to get that terrain or any of the other 40K products that we've talked about or anything in general, uh, always remember that you can help the show out uh, just going to tinyurl.com slash FLGsignals. Uh, and you can also find a link in the, the YouTube video, um, and that just helps helps the show out. So we appreciate that. Um, or you can just be like amazing like John and super chat us. Uh, we love that too. Uh, and I really think we need to point out that in the last two weeks, John has like super chatted almost $300, which is crazy. John, we're, we're, we're taking you out to dinner, my friend. Yeah, we, we, will. Will. Um, we will. We will. I know you really want to talk about Rocky Mountain Open, but can we put a pin in that for now? Okay. Um, and then we'll circle back because that's part of our main segment. But what Let's other uh, FLG event news do you have? Um, this is not FLG event news, but I do want to share this. My son officially peed and pooed in the potty today for the first time. Totally unrelated, but I just I wanted to share this because I'm very excited. you wanted to talk about? I'm so excited. My, my kid crapped in the toilet. I'm very very excited about that. Okay. But um, do we have a photo? Do we have any images? <laughs> images of your son pooping? No, we do not. Yeah, let's, let's move do, on. We, yeah. Um, uh, okay, so do we want to do we want to talk about ACO? Should we go straight to ACO then? Yeah. Okay, so ACO tickets are live, guys. We've added Blood Bowl. We've got Kings of War. Um, we're adding in Kill Team this weekend because Kill Team right, is a right. unit. We didn't add it upon launch, and like all these Kill Team players, are like why don't we have Kill Team? I'm like I just need a new TO, and we've got an amazing TO coming in from New York City to run yep. uh, Kill Team in Atlantic City. So really exciting stuff there. Of course, 40k, 40k tickets are hot right now for for ACO. So get get them while you can, because when that sells out, you know you, you missed out. Uh, I'll uh, be what there. Else that? What I'll else be we there. Got? MCP too. We're gonna have MCP and Star Wars Legion at Atlantic City. So the full the full gauntlet, as well as we might have a few surprises uh, from 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 people coming in to attending this event. When I have more information and they're confirmed, I will share that information with you guys. But just know that ACO is scaling up far bigger this year than it was last year. So, so yay. Right. Um, let's go into do we do Seth? Where, where do we want to go from here, man? Online entertainment news. Uh, kicker. Yes. Do you, yeah, you're, you're, uh, you're involved in this decision making, but do you think it's, I think it's time for me to tell people who are bringing on to our affiliate program? I mean, people... I would love because I'm getting bombarded. People are like, what's going on yeah. with that? But like, first of all, this show is, uh, interesting cause we're, we're still getting some of the, you yeah. know, the, the bugs worked out on our own show, but FLGN as a whole is, is, is it's, it's its own entity that's going through a huge change. And I'm getting a lot of people asking what's going on or, or, or can we be part of it? Or I've, what I've got we... about, I've got about six people locked in so far that I think I can announce. So I, okay, I think we're going to do, do that it. tonight. So so, so tell so, tell people who's part of our our new family of friends. So, so we're 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 launching this affiliate network for frontline gaming, and essentially all of these shows are going to be on their own platforms. You can still find them the way you've always found them, but we're going to start providing support for these shows. Um, so you'll be seeing things like affiliate links, not just like we have for our show, but for their shows to support them, and a bunch of other exciting things coming down the pipeline. But I can't quite reveal all of those yet. But Fancy I can merch. reveal who we have. Okay, it's merch. Uh, <laughs> I can reveal who we've got in it um you know our beloved friend steve joel uh he's relaunched uh his uh podcast series 
under the title of Champions of 40K. Uh, and he's actually uh, going to be on next week to talk about some of the exciting stuff he's got going on over there. Um, but he's kind of doing his best of right now, but he should have some new episodes rolling out soon. We also have the one, the only War Games Live uh, locked in to be an yes. affiliate with us. Uh, Joe uh, is is going to be part of the program. Um, and this means that we're going to see a lot of Joe streaming and FLG events, which we're super excited for. Everyone loves Joe. No one can no one can not like Joe. Um, if you're if you're interested in some more of the competitive talk and what's going on in the community, TFG Radio, uh, our longtime friends over there, they are our FLG staff judges. They're coming on board, which is great. Um, and some other competitive content. You, you might have heard of these guys before, Kicker. They run a little podcast called the Competitive 40K Podcast. Ooh. They're oh, called are, are they called Vanguard Tactics. Yeah, I think I've heard uh, of them. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're coming on board too. So Vanguard Tactics is going to be on. Um, but uh, it's not just all 40k all the time more here, boys. You know, we've got more. Experience. Yep, we've got more than that. Um, so we have uh, the Professional Casuals Network over uh, yeah. on YouTube. They're an MCP-based group. Um, I've had a lot of great conversations with with their uh, kind of owner Tim. They're in. Uh, if you're if you're excited about Legion, Yavin Base, Yavin Base was actually the channel that streamed all of the uh, Legion content at LVO. Yeah. They're in as well. And if you're an AOS guy, uh, there's some <laughs> kicker. Do you remember uh, a man in LVO dressed in a uh, all gold onesie? Yes, a very revealing. That would be Dayton, uh, party yeah. at the all points, um, and so those guys have signed on as well. Um, so we've got them. So we're going to be hitting every game system. I've got more than double that uh, in terms of, of folks that I'm in the works with right now. So we've got lots of content for coming for you guys. Um, it's going to be super exciting. Uh, so just kind of wait to see what's going to come. But and let uh, you guys know that guys over at Grim Grim After Dark is still a part of it. Thursday show is still a part of it. Uh, the family's just growing. So yeah. it's going to be a good time for everyone. And and so for those of you that you know that there will be different, um, you still will subscribe to separate podcasts, yep. right? It's not all going to be on the Frontline Gaming Channel. Yeah, we all we didn't together. You guys with like a billion shows on the same yeah. same no. channel. So if you're, you know, it's kind of a la carte. If you like one show, you subscribe to them just like you would. Exactly. And FLG is going to provide them support because we like the content they're yeah. producing. And so we'll, we're, yeah, we're going to work together. We're going to give them opportunities that Frontline Gaming uniquely can offer, and uh, there will be a nice centralized hub, uh, you know, or or a calendar so you can kind of see what happening when for all these different uh podcasts so good stuff yep. coming down the pipeline all right so that's all that's going on over over in the network um kicker before we get into the main segment uh we have our new segment called signal shorts where yes. kicker or one of us has to answer a question but it's kicker again this week oh, um i'm gonna start my 30 second timer uh that's very right. official you gonna ask me the question before you start the timer so i have an idea I'm, I'm prep you. the the question is in 30 seconds or less tips for road tripping to 40k events. Tips I'm gonna start. You. I'm gonna start it. You ready? ready? All right, got it. Three, two, one, go. All right, you got to maximize your road trip time, right? So what that means is you got to see your friends along the way. So if you're cutting through Texas, go and see your Texas friends. Spend the night there. Hang out with your friends along the way. Save the best audiobook you have for that road trip. Currently listen to CJ Terra. Love it, guys. So save that audiobook. Put that in the bank. Wait for that road trip and, and, and bust it out. And also pack your army super securely because you're going to be going up in hills and stuff. It's going to be sliding over. And then beef jerky. Lots of beef jerky. Beef jerky saves my butt every single trip. Um, right. uh, oh, that was pretty oh, good. That was 30 seconds. Wait, wait. What? We got more. Seth. Yeah. Oh, Seth. I'm going to institute producer's privilege here. Oh, I okay. got to get uh, I got I, 
I got to give an answer. Do you want to set the clock for me, Seth? 30 seconds. Make sure that I can stay under it. Uh, my very technical <laughs> clock again. 30 yeah, seconds for for uh, <laughs> part two with Nikki D. Here we go. All right. Best thing to do for a Warhammer road trip. Go in a bus with 12 other guys to drive 10 plus hours. Put together a playlist of all the hits. And when someone puts on Gangster's Paradise, you ask them to switch it to Amish Paradise so that everyone can sing along word for word. That's how you road trip. I love it. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming this That's is based off of a true story. Yeah, sounds yes. like sounds like true. True story. We did not get it recorded, and when we tried to replicate it with a Lonely Island song, it didn't have quite the same oomph. I think that's more of a uh, <laughs> more of spark. an Yeah, it's just more of an observation of perhaps men of our age and our, our true love and affinity <laughs> for one weird Al Yankovic. I mean, he does he does pull at the the heartstrings. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. All right. Uh, so now kicker. Yes, we're get, we're get, we're getting into the the part that you just you got to talk about Rocky Mountain Open. Uh, you posted up on, uh, I believe it was uh, the Facebook page. There's a link for Rocky Mountain Open 2023. All the info you need to know. What are the bullet points there for for us, Bud? Well, I'm not going to read them all because I'm exhausted and I've been driving yeah. all day. But lots of things people need to know. But basically, it's it's a Saturday Sunday event. Everyone's meeting on Friday to help set up at 12:30 if you want to come help us. But Saturday, uh, 8 o'clock, we're going to open up. It's at the Adams County Fairgrounds outside of uh, Denver by kind of near the airport area. Beautiful fairgrounds. There will be food trucks for lunch. All right. Uh, we'll have our secondhand shop there. Um, there's a bar on site. Uh, but you can also bring your own food, too, if you want. Okay. Uh, so outside food and beverage is welcome. Outside, not alcohol, because that's just the, the legal thing yeah. there. But you can bring but, outside water if you want. The food so trucks are really cool. Yeah. We have a, a grilled cheese truck, a brat and tater tot truck. And a uh, uh, let me look. Oh, a vegan like alternate food cuisine kind of thing. So yeah, a few right. different options. Um. Oh, oh. Oh. And you can also raffle to win a brand new Warlord Titan thing. Uh, War, Which, if Titan. you go and you follow that uh, link to the the page created, it is almost full. It well, it's not fully painted in the picture. They still got the basing to do, but it is looking really good. Yeah, it's it's going to be a really really cool event, guys. I mean, this event sold out faster than any one of our events ever before. So there's a lot of excitement. the The Colorado crowd is super energized. There's the reason this event is happening is because of the Colorado people. They're just helping out tremendously. Both the yeah. the Star Wars Legion, uh, I guess, leader Stephen Cobb, and then Brandon Roddy uh, of the Denver 40K Fight Club. They've really stepped up to help and and like they found the location for us. I mean, it's just a really yeah. cool community effort here. That sound like a great uh, I do want to say we got a few inf uh, little updates. The terrain placement for 40k uh, the terrain yeah. placement rules in the 40k packet uh, have been modified slightly all for the good no one has complained but just check that packet out so you're you're all aware right. uh bcp you should be in bcp right now if you're not in bcp uh <laughs> email a judge email a judge at this judge. point uh, uh and we have a different staff judge at this one we do. We have Thomas. Thomas Oki. We Thomas yep. is one and, of our frontline gaming staff judges. That's at LVO. But mm -hmm. he's from Utah, and he wants to come and, and run uh, D Denver for us. So we've got Thomas, and then regional judge Colin K. So we've got a really good judge team there. You know, I like Colin. He's usually an orc player, near and dear to my heart. I'm <laughs> sad that I don't get to see him play, but oh. you know, I'll I'll live. And I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, Kicker, but this event should be streamed by the one and only Joe from War Games Live. Correct? Yes, Joe and Joe and I are going to be meeting up and. 
and, and setting up on Friday, and then the two of us are going to have a rematch. We played 40K oh. against each other in Cherokee before, before yeah. we went live to the public. We, we've, got a, we've got another super chat, and you've got to answer this one. It's from Coach. Greg Gonzalez. Uh, he right. super chatted us 1999. Uh, have LSO tickets gone on sale yet? And I'll do you one better yet, Greg, because I know they haven't. When could we expect to look for those, Kicker? All right, so LSO tickets have not gone up. They're definitely happening. I can tell you the dates. I mean, the dates are already published, but they're going to be going up in the next two to three weeks. All right, so uh, keep, it's, keep uh, we're, we're get, We've got all of our. Uh, we've been working on our liaisons. Remember, LSO is our military appreciation event. So we mm -hmm. have our, you know, our team leader for the Marines, our team leader for the Army, et cetera, et cetera. We've got those guys all in place. Yeah. We're just I'm, trying to figure I out. I think Greg is based out of Texas, if oh, I remember okay. correctly. So yeah. definitely, I'm. I know he, he'll be there. So. Um, Keep an eye out for the next few weeks for that. I'm sure we will be announcing it here when it goes when it goes live. Um, but you can also hey, hear about it through our other affiliates like Wargame. LSO will be a two-day event like it was okay. last year. People really like the Saturday-Sunday format. So it's just going to be yep. just Saturday, just Sunday, just six rounds. Um, but yeah, good stuff. There will be probably some expo games and open play on Friday night, though. So, so right. but, but yeah. I... Yep. And, and Greg pointed out he's in San Antonio and he is huh. a, a disabled army veteran. Oh, cool. uh, so thank he will def definitely service. be there and we appreciate your service, sir. Yeah. Thank you. I want to circle I, back real quick yeah, sure. um, before this chat leaves my screen. Um, it's from my friend, Bob Azell. Uh, it's in reference to Nikki D's story. If you put, don't stop believing in the playlist and anyone on the bus doesn't sing with it, you pull over and kick them out. Move that negativity that. from your that. road trip. <laughs> Seth, I'll let I'll let the chat know it was on the playlist, but when you've got a lot of people putting songs on it, I don't think yeah. it actually was played on our trip. But I do yeah. agree with the sentiment, though. I do agree with the sentiment. Oh, uh, I do have a few notes that were sent to me from Colin regarding mm -hmm. the Rocky Mountain Open. So this is some okay, insider yeah, info, guys. If you're going to the mm -hmm. Rocky Mountain Open or if you're just really curious about Colorado, uh, check this out. So there, um, we're going to have – Quite a few like heavy hitters, but uh, you know some regional people there that you're gonna probably want to follow along, and maybe Joe will get mm -hmm. on stream. Will be Matt Evans, Zach uh, Kestrel, I think, jo uh, Joel Davis, Kirsten oh, are there. Oh, there we go. <laughs> uh, we got Scott Rumpel. Uh, the last person to win a big Colorado event was uh, a local Colorado player himself named Travis Armstrong. He'll be representing custodies at awesome. Armo. Yeah. Uh, who else we got? Um, Oh, we've also got a few people traveling in. Of course, we've got Ben Jurek, mm -hmm. one of your uh, Orc fans. He, he is a diehard Orc player like myself, a long-time uh, Orc player. <laughs> Robin Roberts is coming in from the East Coast to run his GSC. That guy comes to so many of our events, mm -hmm. and he's always such like such a ball of positive energy. I love seeing that guy there. And I think we even got Marcus Tanner coming in from Washington as well. So we've got quite a few people traveling in, despite this having a tremendous amount of 40K players from the area. Oh, the the vibe at Colorado. Typical style of playing Colorado is uh, one that's based on integrity and competitive play. So that's really good to know. Apparently, uh, you know, Colorado has a really good vibe there. Yes, it's competitive, um, and 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 people do hold that integrity, though. Uh, sorry, I'm basically just repeating the notes. Long story yeah. short, though, it's it's what, from what I've told is very good sportsmanship in Colorado, and people really do uh, value, you know, not cheating. I guess no, you know, there there's been very few problems with that in Colorado. Yeah. Like if you look at the 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 cross spectrum, a good crew out there. I mean, you can't go too wrong out in that area. It's a pretty nice area. But so. like like think about it, like we don't have much drama out of Colorado. Like if you look at like the scale, like, you better just put a cork in it, bud. You're about Sorry. to say there's no drama right before you run a first okay. time. Oh, I'm shutting it right now. Shutting it right now. Yeah. 
Yeah, um, it was like you were you were about to jinx the crap out of you. No, 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 no. Everything's fine. Nothing's special. Okay, we're moving on right along now. But anyway, I did, Colorado's I, gonna be fun. I didn't go yeah, yeah. I wanted to circle back to um on the the uh frontline gaming uh as a whole streaming uh in the in the next few weeks, um, because I, I am seeing some folks in chat uh that are both on both platforms. We are gonna be consolidating down in the next few weeks to just YouTube most likely. Um We'll we'll keep you abreast of that information as it comes. But uh, for my my Twitch audience, just make sure uh, you you move on over to YouTube and follow us there. Um, it just kind of helps us on the 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 tech end of things. Only having one source. I'm sorry that Twitch is booing me already. I'm sorry, Twitch. I know you you're pissing yeah. off all the Twitch people. Sorry guys. Sorry uh, guys. Sorry, sorry, sorry. But yeah, Colorado is a lot of fun. We're looking forward to having you guys. Colorado, because it sold out so quickly, we're really excited that we're going to be doing this again, of course, next year. So I'm working on the contract for 2024, and we can bring in more game systems. Some people were very sad that we didn't have Kill Team, we didn't have uh, Marvel Crisis Protocol at at Colorado this year. We will have it next year, I promise. I'm sure next year will be bigger and better than ever. Yes, Um, indeed. Like Cherokee was this year compared to Cherokee last year. Cherokee last year was great. Don't get me wrong, but it definitely got bigger this year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Seth, hey, do you know, you know, like maybe some of the factions or maybe some, is there any storylines that we need to try to follow? Maybe tell Joe to make sure he, he keeps tabs on while he's there? I mean, Joe can do what he wants. Joe lets he's his audience vote. It's All really right. what, what, what chat wants is what Joe's going to do. Um, I, I'm personally interested uh, in uh, Ben Jurek because he's playing orcs, he's playing goths, yeah. um, and he's playing uh, kill rigs. And I just I've I keep looking at kill rigs and just not sure they're going to hold up in the meta um, as people tech into these these big tough guard vehicles and all these uh, like Iron Hands vehicles. So I want to see how Ben does. If he can prove me wrong, maybe I'll bust my, <laughs> my bust my kill rigs out. So we'll see how that goes. Um, but I know that there was some uh, some list that Nikki D was keeping an eye on. Ooh. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. So my 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 pick or the the list the player that I'm watching. It's a name kicker that you already mentioned zach kersetter he won one he i think it was the last gw open in 2022 got himself a ticket to the narrative thing that they had out in uh, arizona new mexico zach won playing blood angels you guys know i love blood angels yeah he has now switched to playing for this was that the guy that was he was playing against manny right when manny was running like flamers and thousand suns i think yes yes Yep, so Zach is now running a list in BCP. Uh, it's, it is a demons, chaos demons list. It's actually pretty similar to what Jack Harpster yeah. ran at Cherokee. Pretty Not not exact one for one, but it's pretty close. So this is a guy who's a Blood Angels player at heart, switching to chaos demons. He's doing what I do, but he's just a much better player than I am. So I got to root for him uh, this weekend and see what he can do. Nice. Yeah. nice. Chad also points out that Zach came in 16th at LVO. Oh wow! So, so okay, definitely strong. Definitely someone to keep an eye on there. Sweet, All right. sweet. I think that's I like about it. it for for Rocky Mountain. We want to move on to our our next bit. Yeah, I'd love to know what's going on in the the competitive stuff. Uh, well, kicker. You'll you'll enjoy this because, um, as always, I'm continuing my path for the biggest and the best general to try to be the best orc in the 2023 season. Um, but I'm not doing it alone. Uh, I am doing it with the help of Vanguard Tactics. And I actually got to have one of my first sit-down meetings with Steven Box uh, to kind of go over how things went for me at Cherokee and to get some feedback from him. So this is just a, a short uh, segment out of our long conversation that I pulled out for you guys. So uh, when you're ready uh, there, Tech Priest, oh, uh, Nikki D, let's send it on over. All right. So 
We're here with Stephen Box uh, from Vanguard Tactics. How are you doing, Stephen? I'm doing great. Thank you, mate. And a pleasure to be here. It really is. Yeah. So Stephen's come on to help me with my, my goal to become the biggest and the best general and try to capture that, that best infection orcs for the season. Um, so we thought, what better uh, guy to, to help me get there than someone who does this type of education and training for a living. Uh, so uh, I, I've, I've played a fair, you know, I've, I, last week or maybe the week before I talked to the audience about everything that's kind of on the the behind the scenes of Vanguard Tactics, Beyond the Paywall, the Academy, the Discord, the classes. Um, but this is the, all right, nuts and bolts time. I've gone out and played some games and Steven's here to, to kind of dig in. Um, so what do you want to need? What do you need to know from me first, Stephen? Well, I think the most important thing is obviously for me to know about kind of how you got on at the recent event. Um, mm -hmm. Because obviously you, you know how to play. You're, you've got a good understanding of the rules. And really, you know, my job as coach here is just to refine what you're doing and to give you often somebody to give you a, an, a second opinion. Because often right. what we can do is overthink things. We can overanalyze, you know, should I put this water trait on? Is a unit of four, not a unit of three good enough? And I think sometimes we can get so bogged down in the weeds, we don't actually um, see the bigger picture. And my job mm -hmm. really is to help you understand the most important aspects that you need to be focusing on each week um so i think a great starting point is you've had a load of test games mm -hmm. and it's time to review that and see how you got on um and we need to start to dive into maybe and start to analyze some areas of weakness that you found um because if if we can tackle the low-hanging fruit first and if that's always our approach then this whole process seems you know it's going to be seamless because we're going to be making quite big strides with little effort. And that's always what we want to do. Small right. little doses that, uh, that we can actually implement. Um, okay. So cool. So let's go over then obviously your, you know, your games. Uh, yep. I want to know what went well. I want to know what could have gone better. Um, and then anything in between, I'll sort of quiz you as we go, I think. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So um, I've, I've been playing this death skulls list. Uh, I think by the end of Cherokee, I had about 12 or 14 games total with it. Um, some in practice uh, through TTS, some in an RTT, but in Cherokee itself, I ended up going four and two with the list. Um, okay. the, the, the wins were against two different variants of Gene Steeler cult, a Dark Angels list that did not have a lot of Storm Shields um, compared to like the Dark Angels list that won the event. And then um, against the Tau opponent was my last one. Um, the losses came to Imperial Knights, which I was a bit surprised in that game, and then Necrons. Um, now, the, uh, going through, you know, analyzing the losses, I actually have score sheets because I'm I'm smart and saved all that stuff uh, in the ITC. So let's go up. over let's go over some of the fundamentals first. Why right. did you choose Death Skulls? So you and I had talked originally about kind of where I was with orcs. And, and one of the things I said is, you know, I feel like orcs, I can get two good secondaries into a list build, usually some form of uh, get the good bits and either green tide or behind enemy lines. But that third was the one I struggled with. And you said, why don't you try playing more of a primary denial scheme where I try to minimize my opponent's ability to score primary. So even if my opponent has three really strong primaries and ends up with a 45 in that category, I'm making up the point difference by not letting them get, 
you know, above a 30 in primary. Um, and then that way I can, you know, math wise, it evens out. Um, so that's why I was playing desk calls and, and I, I leaned heavy into it. Um, just a quick rundown for everyone. It was a war boss with mega armor. Um, and he had the minus one to wound warlord trait and the half damage for up in Vuln relic. I had a, a truck a war boss with the killer claw and brutal with cunning. So he could have like a 20 inch threat range before his charge. I had a weird boy with the jump and war pass. So I could always threaten to move a unit somewhere on the table where I needed it. I had four units of 10 Gretchen, three units of 10 Beast Snagga Boys, two units of 10 Commandos, two units of five Meganoms with Claws and Shooters, two units of five Tank Busters with a hammer in each one, uh, the, the exploding hammer, the tank hammer, uh, three units of 10 uh, Storm Boys and three trucks. And that in total gave me 140 infantry bodies, 102 of which were OBSEC. Um, so yeah. I leaned real hard into you don't get to score primary. Um, and how do you, how would you say in terms of on a scale of one to five, how successful that was? So it worked very well in that gene stealer cult, both those gene stealer cult matchups. It worked very well in the towel matchup. It worked very well. Cause that didn't have a lot of obsec. The dark angels was a little tougher. Um, you know, they've got, you know, multiple sources, either just I'm Deathwing and I get it or rights of war, but they don't have as many bodies as I do. So as long as they don't crowd the objective with terminators i can usually uh push them off an objective the problem i ran into and this was this was i in retrospect this was a seth not knowing the armies as well as he should i think problem um i played a, a great opponent from the knights game in round three noah Bedome, and he ran a, a house raven list and he was telling me all about you know everything they could do and i i kind of understood and then he went and when i become virtuous I get obsec on all my knights, including my big knights and my little knights. And my little knights become eight models. And I was like, I, I've played knights like, you know, a dozen times and I've, I've never seen them become virtuous. So I'm just, whatever. That's the thing he told me. I put it in the back of my head and didn't worry about it. And we were playing the scouring, which means we're going to both have to come out and meet in the center to get objectives. And it was like turn two or three. And he's like, so I'm virtuous now. And I'm like, oh, so my game plan of stopping you from scoring primary isn't happening anymore, huh? Because just all your knights are like you shove one big knight on an objective. I have to put a whole 10 man squad on there. And more than likely that, I, you know, the big knights are characters. They're going to be able to do a heroic um, and then stomp on me, which makes me sad. Um, so that one, it was like it was a close scoring game. Actually, let me see if I can pull that up real quick. No, nope. I should have had this prepared. No, it was, it was only good. like a 10. It was only like a 10 point difference, um, but it was very high scoring for both of us. But just that flip of I can't stop him now uh, got me in trouble. Noah was actually a good friend of mine, um, yeah. and uh, he's a fantastic player. So mm -hmm. I'm sure you guys had a fantastic game. Oh, yeah. Okay, so we know that then the Death Skulls obsec part is great, and I think there's always going to be those matchups where it it's not going to be as effective. Um, now, obviously, when you play knights, and all of a sudden they give up that third secondary that all of a sudden you're missing. Mm -hmm. because obviously they're going to max out bring it down for you so okay yeah maybe then the game plan against the knights is less on objective secure denial but then more on you know destroying the big guys taking more of a lead on the secondaries and competing on primary um so then i think that's yeah like you mentioned there as we get to know each of the matchups a little bit better we're going to know are you a objective secure denial army and will you potentially win the game based on denial of your opponent's primary or 
do you just need to stick with your opponent on their primary and then dominate the secondaries and then become a secondary denialist? And that's kind of the next the next phase of this. So that's just good. I think that's good data points. And it was great to hear right. that you were able to keep such a close game anyway. All right. And there we go. That was a little bit of uh, the coaching session I had with Stephen Box. Uh, really interesting. He you know, kind of explained a little bit about what he was doing there, but uh, it was really good just to have a sounding board and kind of sort out um, where my thoughts were. Uh, he, he definitely sent me away with some more assignments, um, which was really good to have some targeted. I want you to go out and do X, Y, and Z and come back. So the thing he wanted me to do is we, we got into the conversation later in the session about Goffs versus Death Skulls. Um, and so he wants me to go out and try to play some golf games against some of the matchups that I struggled with at uh, Cherokee and to see how things felt and see if that makes it a, a significant difference or is it a case of I'm making mistakes with the golf, the Death Skull list that I just need to learn to play differently, um, like he talked about in that night matchup. So um, really interesting stuff. Really appreciate Stephen taking some time to sit down with me. Um, uh, I see a f bunch of folks in chat saying that it, it was probably a mental error on my part losing and I should just have had a, a wolf belt or howled before the game. Uh, um, you know, Wolf Reese Carl, that might have changed things, but then I would be playing Space Wolves and not Orcs. Yeah. You know, yeah. so that's a little bit different. Um, so I, I thought it was cool to kind of show people a little bit of what those coaching sessions were like, um, you know, because we don't get to see too much of that very often anymore. But that's that's our, our update on the the competitive side of things. Kicker, uh, I think he has a few final thoughts for folks about uh, Rocky Mountain Open. Before well, just, we just guys, ahead. remember to check into BCP, please, before you get there on Saturday right. so that we can get the pairings live. So if you're in the app, that's one thing. But then make sure you check in within 24 hours. Make sure you get your time. lists uploaded, right? Yeah. Uh, and Nikki D, I think, had a really good uh, – You want to? why don't you share this? This was your uh, – you remembered this. I didn't remember Your this. revelation. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, it's something I pay attention to. It's – well, I guess twice a year this happens. Clocks change, people, right? Yes. This weird. weekend, this weekend, it's springing forward an hour. So those guys and girls that are at Rocky Mountain Open, they're getting one less hour of sleep because I presume they're going to be up hanging out all night. So it's one less hour well, of sleep before they in, have games on Sunday. There's, a, there's sure, an after sure. party on Saturday it's, night, so it's, it's going to be a late so night yeah. Saturday. So yeah, <laughs> don't show up for your round late on Sunday. Oh, jeez. So no. I think that's about it. Uh, any final thoughts for the night for, for everyone? I can't wait to see everyone in a few days. Yeah. I, I, I wish I was there. I couldn't make it to this one, but I'm going to try to make it next year for Rocky mountain. Um, final thoughts from, from our, our producer, Nikki D. Yeah, same. I'm, I'm going to an RTT this weekend, bringing out my demons again. Very excited for that. It'll be my yeah. third time in five weekends playing 40 K, but then I've got about a two month break. So my RTT yeah. will be great. But yeah, I wish I was at Rocky Mountain too. So kicker next year. You, you'll see me and Seth there <laughs> <Awesome>. for sure. <laughs> All awesome, right. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us. We really hope you enjoyed this episode of Signals from the Frontline. Have a great week. And kicker, at least, we'll see you at the Rocky Mountain Open. <laughs> Good night, guys. Good night.